All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here with the huddle. The huddle. Um, yeah, I was just explaining something is wrong with me today. Oh. I don't know. Uh, I just feel off. Do you ever have days where you just feel off? I I do have days like that, man. Yeah. But. It is one of those days, but it's still the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Okay, that's very churchy, Amen. but it's true. Um, <laughs> sometimes you gotta have church, bro. <laughs> what? Sometimes you what? You gotta have church. So, you gotta you have encourage church. yourself in the Lord. Man, what? That's literally been this whole coronavirus season. Um, it is seemingly week fifty-five, um, but in actuality, what is it? Three months? Yeah, because March seventeenth was. Yeah when it kind of got real and it's May 15th so that's three months just about three months that this has been going on right something like that yeah no that's two two yeah wow okay I'm tripping too I'm just yeah <laughs> but anyway it's it's been happening long enough um I'm in this weird situation I just finished up classes thank god but I had to register for the fall semester and I picked a bunch of courses that honestly seemed easy because I just needed three electives and, a, and a, obviously a, a core course. But I'm skeptical because the way things are looking, I don't know if we will be back in classes like full session. I'm trying to figure out how they're going to work that out as far as capacity goes. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I've heard that for the fall semester they're thinking about doing um, just online learning. Really? For the fall, yeah. And just really, uh, you know, taking precautions to not get anyone sick because right. I got an email that somebody who works on campus uh, a couple days ago tested positive. For, At UWF? Uh, yep. Yeah, because um, they, the, they had the testing center on campus and somebody who was still working on campus Wow. Uh, tested positive. Wow. So, you know, they're, you know, they had everybody who had been in contact with this person quarantined and, you know, they're taking measures to really just try to be safe. Right. Because you, know, you never know. He's no. been working in school and how quickly that could have passed on had there been people there. It's one of those things that make you want to backtrack. Like, okay, so who were you around? Who were you talking? You, I mean, that's really scary mm-hmm. to know that somebody that close could have tested or tested positive for it. Um, I think it's one of those, you know, everybody's still bickering and arguing over like gloves and masks and who should do what. Honestly, it's not going to change anything arguing about it. I think people are still going to continue to do what they feel is best for them. And uh, we have no place to judge them. Just let people take their precautions. But I'm going to be real honest. I'm going to address the elephant in the room. Are we getting another stimulus check? <laughs> I hope so, man. Are we getting another stimulus check? That's what I want to know. You don't think so, Abe? <clears throat> no way. I don't know. There's been some talk about it. I just want to know if we're getting another stimulus check. I don't know. I think it would be wise, but uh, who am I? But. Right. And people are talking about, oh, we don't need another stimulus check. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, you can send yours to me. If you don't want your check, you can send yours to me because I will gladly take that check and stimulus, stimulate my account or whatever you want to call it. Um, and then there's some talk about possibly a, a loan for students or I got an email talking about... Uh, the CARES Act? Yeah, like yeah. some emergency grant for financial aid. I'd like to have that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I would like oh, to have man. that. T- I'm a tithe. What? I'd like to have that, too. I'm going to give back. But I'm just saying, a lot of people, let me tell you something. In the time of crisis, this is not the time to have pride. Oh, no. There's yeah. never a right time for pride. But mm-hmm. right now, people want to act all cute and all that. Okay, fine. You can send me those funds. And I'll hold it for you. <laughs> and when you admit that you want this money, I'll send it back. How about that? 
since, since everybody is so strong and independent. But other than that, there's been a lot going on. We had Mother's Day just recently. Um, I don't know. What did y'all do for Mother's Day? I saw my mother um, earlier before Mother's Day, so um, I didn't get to spend the day with her on Mother's Day, but it was special. Um, I mean, you guys were there, so I could hang out with y'all and and just spend some time with her. So I did call her on Mother's Day, though, made sure that her day was good, Mm -hmm. Uh, made sure she got her flowers and her Twix, her chocolate. (laughs) You know, (laughs) See, I can go easy on Mother's Day because her birthday is on the 28th of May, so, you know, I got to come back on the birthday, too, you know what I'm saying? So... Um, but it was good though, man. It was it was very good. That's cool. Yeah, my mom she just likes flowers, so I mean, obviously that's what we do. But I feel like the older you get, like the less not exciting Mother's Day is, but like the it's not a big fiesta. And I don't know if it's because it's like quarantine or whatever. But oh yeah, yeah it's just really not a lot that moms be wanting these days. Yeah, that's true. And and I think we're very fortunate because we have good relationships with our moms and. Um, and we talk to our moms pretty frequently, so mm-hmm. uh, flowers and stuff is not something that you just wait till Mother's Day to do. No. Um, so, I mean, I, th- I think it's cool to have a day that you acknowledge mothers and mm-hmm. I mean, it takes some time to say, hey, we thank you for all that you've done. You know, we we know that you sacrifice a lot and it's not unseen. So it's cool to have a day like that. But mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of like, like you on that, man. My mother and I have such a good relationship that um, I don't have to wait till Mother's Day to Right. You know, talk to her or something like that. Spend time with her. Right. So there's this thing that was going on on social media, and it shocked me. People were surprised that, like, fathers who had children with someone and and remarried, they were surprised that the the fathers were still honoring the mothers of their children on Mother's Day. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I I was like, why is that shocking? Like, isn't that what you should do? I mean, I think it's just because we live in a world of petty. That's true. People are petty. <laughs> we live in People a world of uh, cut them off and be done with it. That's true. Or there, old grudges. That's true. There's a lot of, yeah, because there were a lot of petty comments. Now, there was another thing that went on that I personally was like, okay, if that makes me petty, then I'm going to be petty. There is, um, I don't want to say the celebrity's name, but basically during this time of quarantine, uh, her husband went to stay with his ex-wife and the kids. To be quarantined with him. Oh, I did hear about that. I saw that. Okay, now... <laughs> mm, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I know how I feel, but I'm not going to tell y'all how I feel. <laughs> well, I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you exactly how I feel. I feel like you should pack all of your stuff because that's where you will be after the quarantine is over. <laughs> <laughs> that's facts. I'm with you on that. The kids were grown. Oh, see? Yeah. Okay. That's a little different. Even if they're little, I'm sorry. No. Quarantined with your ex. Can y'all come on? That's crazy. Mm. First of all, that's trying me, too. I just don't get why you would do that. I don't either. I think it's crazy. But I don't know. That's just some of the stuff I've been seeing that's um, happening in the news. And it, it seems like a lot of. Uh, people's past have been creeping up like i'm saying with that situation people stand with their ex and um i don't know it made me think about this topic and, and it's certainly a season that i'm in personally mm. which is just learning to let go mm. of stuff i think sometimes we think we let go and then you really didn't and the, like your past can be attached to you or like expectations and especially now in quarantine we're seeing a lot of people with weddings and 
even unfortunately funerals you know you're having mm-hmm. to let go of loved ones in a way that you didn't think you'd have to let them go yeah um there's power in letting go but i don't believe that the power is up to us i believe it's through the power of the holy spirit absolutely man um this is this is gonna be a good conversation man yeah let's have it let's do it Why is it so hard? Because it's it's you don't feel like what you're releasing, you don't feel like you'll get something better in return. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny. So Mike Todd is first of all knocking it out of the park Phew, with man, uh, yeah. the relationship goals. And he did part two of Rip Up Your List. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't have anything else that I was willing to rip up. Mr. Michael Todd, if you're listening to this. Uh, And it is really that message, I think, is hitting home for me personally, because it's fear when you rip Mm -hmm. up something or you have to let go of something that you expected. You don't know what's coming, because Mm -hmm. a lot of times we think our plans are like what we want. Or even, like, what's best for us. And, like, someone telling you to let that go, what? Yeah. Wow. I didn't really think about I mean, I don't even think you can talk about letting go without trust. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as we both know, when you've been in situations, you go through life long enough, mm-hmm. you've been hurt by, mm-hmm. by some things. And so um, trust is something that's hard to come by. Right. And uh, so I think a lot of the fear is it's almost like a trust fall, bro. You know, when they say, all right, close your eyes and just lean back. It's like, no, what I'm doing is letting go of the trust I have in myself (laughs) and putting it in your hands. And sometimes I know for me personally, um, when there are things that you feel like you can control, Mm -hmm. it's hard to let those things go. Mm -hmm. Because although you don't know what the future holds, it's like, well, at least I can control this about me. Mm -hmm. You know, and if I I, if I get hurt, it'll be on me Mm -hmm. and it won't be because of somebody else. And so it's uh it, it can be kind of hard to, um you know release that that trust for whatever it is you know mm-hmm. and, and and truth be told like whenever there's fear it's it's because of a lack of trust, right? Um, and it can be a lack of trust in people and I hate to say it, a lot of times a lack of trust in God. Oh for sure, so for sure. Um it I mean I was talking to my cousin the other day, and I think this season is testing everybody and letting go because we were laughing and joking about. Um, just a lot of the graduations and stuff being canceled. And so she was just like, um, well, I hope this clears up so that I can graduate Mm. um, in May of next year. And I was like, oh, (laughs) so we have sermons for everybody to let go of their weddings. But as long as we don't let go of our own plans. And it was just funny because like sometimes it can be easy to like preach a sermon to somebody else. Oh, trust God, trust God. But when like when you have to trust God Mm. with your stuff, then it hits differently. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, I I can't say that I don't feel for people who had to let go of weddings and Mm. or say goodbye to loved ones. I don't know what that feels like. Yeah. You know, Mm. but it's not easy. Yeah. I mean, and I think, bro, before we even get into the power of letting go, we have to talk. We have to talk about the pain of letting go. Mm. Like 
I know for me and just sitting back and thinking about letting go, a lot of the reason why it's hard for me is because the thing that I have to let go is something that I've loved Mm -hmm. at one point or something that I confided in. And at times, like, we don't get the opportunity to mourn over the thing that, you know, like I said, we confided in at one point. Right. If it, even if it has come to be detrimental for us or right. something that we need to let go of, um, we never really had an opportunity to like mourn over it. Mm-hmm. And so th- I think the reason why it's so hard for people to let go is because they long for closure, mm-hmm. you know, and they long to be able to close uh, a chapter the way that they want to close the chapter. Right. And if it was up to us, a lot of times we wouldn't close the chapter until we put a, f- a few more pages down. Yeah, just so. to be continued. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's hard. You know, and I mean, I think of us in this season, like even with Abe, Abe leaving in what? Let's not even count the days. Uh, um, yeah. But they're coming. <laughs> uh, we are fortunate and we're super blessed to have the closure that we're getting right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. with everything down. But I put myself in other people's shoes, for people who didn't get that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who are leaving the town that their college is in or or loved ones passing away. Um, and it's and it's hard. Even with closure, it's hard. Yeah. But mm-hmm. without it, my God, I can't imagine. Like, what do you do? What do you say? And, I, you know, one thing I try not to do is be like super spiritual and just say the things that we're supposed to say mm-hmm. or that we're supposed to feel like, yes, of course, we trust God, but we're still human. Right. And it still hurts. And so, like, I'm still sensitive to people who who have to close chapters unexpectedly. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think we all get there at some point mm-hmm. in our lives. Um, I mean, it could be physical people. It could just be our plans for our life. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be our plans for, um, you know, our kids or, or, or our job or whatever the case may be. I think we all get to a point where, you know, we do have to face the pain of, of letting something go. And um, one thing I will say is that it's better to let go than have it ripped away. Yes. And uh, and I know me personally because I do empathize with people and I do love people and I, and I, and I really try to get in the mud with people and really understand mm-hmm. how they feel. And, and just from my personal experience, I know that I can say it is better to let it go before it's ripped away. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and and I want to even talk about something you said last time in the last, po- last podcast about being present, which mm-hmm. is why it's so important to be present because you really don't know, you know, the timeline on anything mm-hmm. in this life. Um, but you can control being present in every single moment you have with somebody, you know, every single opportunity you have to hang out with those people you mm-hmm. say you love and stuff like that, you know, and be present in those times. Like, yes. Put your phone down. Like, seriously, yes. if I can advise you to do something, put your phone down, put it on Do Not Disturb, and just for an hour, look, you know, the person that you're with in the face and really just be there with them. Um, because if not, the I think a part of pain and letting go is the what ifs, mm-hmm. the, the what not, the what yeah. didn't happen, what could have happened. Well, you know, I can speak for myself and say that there aren't a lot of... Um, things that I could say as far as Abe goes and, you know, us having to let him go mm-hmm. into the next season of his life, there's not a lot of things that I can say, man, I wish I could have done this and that because we've had so much time to uh, spend together and, like, days that I could just sit and talk with him about whatever. Right. You know, so I was fortunate enough to, 
you know, um, not really, I don't know, have opportunities or, or, or um, things just stripped away in, in that regard. Yeah. And I think, like, in letting go, as hard as it is, it is necessary because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're holding on to the old thing, you can damage the new thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. for instance, um, when I worked in the medical field, Okay, so I worked early hours. And so I had friends that did not work in that in their career field at Mm. the time. So they were able to stay out later and hang out later. And so instead of embracing the season that that God was pulling me into, I was trying to juggle both. Mm. And so like when you're trying to juggle both, something suffers because now you can't give 100 percent to the new thing that God is calling you to. And you end up damaging it. You know, you end up you end up like how we say be present. But like. Now you're in a position where you're not focused and you're not giving all of yourself to that new thing that God is calling you to because you haven't let go of the old thing. Mm. And I'm not saying it's easy because letting go is scary, especially when you're letting go and walking into the unfamiliar. Yeah. Um, it's It can be very scary, but it's so much better when you truly can um, let go of the past season and walk into the new thing. And it reminds me of, um, you know, just in, in times when I'm praying the best way that I found to let go of something is to just be thankful for what was. Mm-hmm. Don't try to recreate what was uh, and t- take it to something else, but to like truly be thankful and say, God, I thank you for this season that you put me in. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand that I'm going into something that's unfamiliar and I'm scared, but I- I'm grateful because the Lord gives and he takes away. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's a test too. Yeah, man. To see how we act. Absolutely, man. And when we're letting go of things, we just have to remain optimistic, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, and optim- optimism comes from thankfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, if God did it then, he can do it again. Exactly. And uh, and the beautiful thing about God is is he wants you to have just as much, if not more joy, in the next season that you had in the last. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and sometimes when you're letting go of stuff, it, it's hard to see how you can be as happy as you were with that set of friends or or in that in that job or whatever the case is but um you know i believe god says the things that he has for us they haven't even reached our mind yet yeah like we can't i mean i'm sitting in better there's so much better i'm Mm -hmm. sitting in something that i never could have dreamt up right but it's you know the best thing i've had in my life thus far Mm -hmm. and uh i want to hit on something you said too about uh, just damaging things in the future by not letting go. I can't help but think about, um, you know, when you try to put up a mirror and you have uh, adhesive tape. Mm-hmm. And so if you put it in the wrong place, um, you're going to have to eventually tear it apart yep. to put it in its right place. And the longer that it stays together, the harder it's going to be to um, to to tear it apart to take it apart and put it where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, anybody who's ever used adhesive tape knows that if it's been in a place for too, too long, long yep. and you rip it off, it's going to damage the thing that it was attached to. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I know that, um, you know, I've seen that in, in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Lot and his wife, if you haven't read that story, you should go back and read it. So it's pretty good. crazy. But um, so Lot... And his wife had instructions to not look back mm-hmm. uh, to the city that they were leaving. It was an it was an evil city and stuff like that. And so, what ended up happening was, long story short, Lot's wife turned. I believe she fixed her head to turn back, and she instantly salt. turned into a pillar of salt. And uh, yep. and so 
in that she was damaging now the life of her husband and her mm-hmm. daughters, mm-hmm. leaving them without her. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and as you know, people who've read the story, they went on to, um, you know, do some things with their father that was not godly, mm-hmm. and messed up a whole bunch of stuff because someone could not let go of what they were leaving. What mm-hmm. God was God was trying to move them into something new, and He said, "Don't look back." Mm-hmm. But she didn't do that, and and it had like a domino effect on her family. Yeah. So. And that's you know it's so funny because it. It carries over. This is something that I think we need to discuss, even in the aspects of ministry, mm-hmm. because a lot of times we can be so used to serving. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times in ministry, you know, we can be so used to serving alongside of somebody in ministry. And because they're good at a position or because they're a great singer or a great um, um, children's ministry or a great deacon or a great usher, we don't uh, let them go. Mm-hmm. And I never want to hold anyone hostage because I know what it's like to operate in purpose. I know what it's like to find that thing, that lane that you're in, and you're thriving, and in, in, in you're in purpose. And I selfishly don't want to hold anybody else back from that. Mm-hmm. I do believe in ministry that there are seasons where you do have to let people go mm-hmm. and let them go in love, not bash them, not talk down upon them, not tell them that it's not their time. Like, just, just let people go after the things that God has called them to because sometimes when you hold a person back, you're harming them and you'll end up harming your ministry mm-hmm. because a lot of times God wants you to release them so that they can go to the things that he called you to and God will send the replacement to you. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we think that no one will do it like this person, but God has other plans. God has somebody that he can send to you, but Absolutely. like we don't want to be the one that holds someone hostage and, and basically stunt someone's growth. Mm. Yeah. And I think a way to do that is to just not take things personal. Yeah. Um, especially when you have a close relationship with uh, with certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, whatever it is, to not take it personal, mm-hmm. because a lot of times, um, you know, we can get into this mindset of someone leaving and think that they're leaving us. Right. And it's not that they're leaving you. No. They're just moving on to what God has for them. Exactly. And uh, and it's a trick of the enemy. The enemy will get in your head and whisper things like. Um, see, if you didn't do this, they would have stayed. Or mm-hmm. if you would have done more of this, they would have uh, stayed or whatever the case is. And, and truth be told, man, if they're being obedient to God, there's nothing that you could have done uh, better or worse mm-hmm. that was going to change their decision. So um, you just have to not take things personally and, and, and get in the mindset of it's good here. Why would you leave this? This is good. This is good. This is good. But you mm-hmm. don't want them to settle for good. You want them to have the best that God has for them. So mm-hmm. um, I would say, personally, the thing that helps me is not taking things um, personal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's why I said in the last time, um, the way to not take something personal in ministry is to not identify yourself as the ministry. Mm. You are an individual. Your ministry is your response to time spent with Christ. Yeah. So... Like if a person wants to leave a ministry that I'm over, that's fine. But we can still be friends. Like it's not based, even if we met in ministry, it's not, it, it's not stable to that. You're not a friend because we're operating in ministry. Like you're a friend because like we just like being around each other yeah. and we have things in common. So, you know, it's, impo- it's, it's, it's very vital that we learn to let people go. And I think that, you know, it's a hard subject. I'm seeing it now just even on uh, social media and a lot of people are trying to figure out what the new normal will be as far as church. There's a lot of things that will have to change, even when we do get back to whatever normal looks like. Um, 
there could be a possibility that some people aren't returning or mm-hmm. some ministry. Sometimes when you step away from something that you've been doing so long, you realize like, wait a minute, I don't necessarily need that anymore. Like, is this necessary? And we have to learn to let stuff go. And if we don't learn that lesson, it'll be hard. I think we can miss out on the new thing that God is doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, and in times of uncertainty, man, I know that, uh, Sometimes we're we're so scared to move um, mm. for the people who are having to be the ones to take that step or whatever. Um, in times of uncertainty, it, it can be difficult because you maybe your your emotions are in the way, and so you think so much about what other people might think of you or what you don't want them to view you as or what you don't want them to think that you don't move at all. Right. And um, and like you said earlier, that that will do more uh, bad than um, than good. And so mm-hmm. um, I think in letting go for the person that is moving on or whatever, you have to be so solid in your um, confidence in what God is telling you. Because I just know with emotions and, and even this conversation we're having, um, emotion is, is something that is tied to letting stuff go. Yeah. And emotions yeah. are powerful and emotions can sway people's minds and make things uh, gray. And mm-hmm. um, so you have to be sure that what God is telling you to do is is, is from him mm-hmm. um, so that when those emotions arise, that's not the thing that causes you to stay where you shouldn't be or um, um, not hard. be obedient to what God is telling you to do. That is so hard, especially when you love the person, mm-hmm. especially when you love the person. And even like if you are the one letting go, it's not like a I'm done with you type letting go. It's just a God is moving me into the next season. And that's so hard because a lot of times unintentionally, I think people can make plans for each other like we talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, you can be in a season where you and your friends are growing at the same time. But then there's a season where God is just moving and working with you in a certain area and a lot of times we get comfortable and we want to operate on the buddy system in christ but that's not how the kingdom works all the time Mm -hmm. and a lot of times when you let stuff go god will give it back to you yeah in a way that you might not recognize it but he'll give it back sometime and sometime Mm -hmm. he won't yeah that's very true um like you said earlier, I mean, it's a, it's a test a lot of times mm-hmm. um, because we always have to go back to what God's heart is for us. Like God doesn't want to just take stuff from us all the time. No. Um, God does care about our joy. He does care about our happiness. He does care about those things, um, but he cares about our purpose more. Yep. And, um, and truth yep. be told, man, I think that in purpose you, try, you find true happiness. Yes. Um, and God knows the things that will really benefit us in the end. So, um, I mean, I just think it's, it's very important to, um, just know, just mm-hmm. know that, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, and know that sometimes when somebody is, is stepping into something that, you know, might be against the plan that you had in your head for them, mm-hmm. that they're probably hearing from the Lord. Um, oh, for sure. You know, cause they were, I mean, we get in places where, we go to some people for advice or whatever, and, and we have conversations, Bible studies, stuff like that, about um, certain things. And it's so clear that they hear from the Lord right. until <laughs> they got to leave. It's like, oh, like wait, no, I don't remember that part. Yeah, yeah. You so, hear that, right? <laughs> um, I know for me, it's like, dang, nothing's really changed except 
my plan for <laughs> for whoever it is. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man. And that's that is really hard. But I mean, it's something that we definitely have to continue to pray for. And I always go back to the last season that I didn't want to let go of. Mm. Yeah. Because the season before this, I didn't want to let go of that. And the season before that, I didn't want to let go of that. And to see the joy that I have now, that is what gives me the hope to say, okay, God, like I release it. And anything that God gives you, you can't grip too tightly anyway. Mm-hmm. Because you never know when he's going to ask for it back. If that's loved ones included. Yeah, absolutely, man. Can we even talk about like letting go of habits? Mm. Letting go of things that at one point brought us a false peace. Ooh. Um, I want to talk about things like alcohol, mm-hmm. weed, pornography. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about those things because those are things that you have to let go of. You do. And I say have to because it's given you a false peace. And I'm speaking from experience. Um. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, sometimes when we let go of things, it's hard because we don't we don't want to mourn over the thing that we once confided in. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have confided in alcohol and drugs and pornography and just sexual um, perversion and stuff like that. But in order to to live a life that is truly fulfilling, a life of of purity and true joy, you have to find your hope in Jesus and and those other things are no different than our plans for people. Right. You know, we're gripped right. so tightly to the thing that brought us comfort at one point. And, uh, and, and I want to talk about the story of um, Abraham and Isaac. And mm-hmm. as you know, I was say that. Isaac was Abraham's son that was promised to him. The promised um, child. He, Abraham waited, what, 25 years or so mm-hmm. for his son to come. Finally gets his son. Spend some time with him. I mean, I I believe scholars say he was maybe like a teenager or something at this point. And God wakes him up one day and says, hey, I want you to sacrifice your son. Yeah. What? It's crazy. But as you know, the story goes on and Abraham was making plans to do it. And he got all the way up into the point where he was he had the knife above his son ready to go through with it. And God said, no, stop. And I would have shouted right there. Right. Um, (laughs) And that's an awesome story about just letting go. And like sometimes we don't understand, uh, you know, why God might ask us to do things or why things mm. might be detrimental. Because I want to, I mean, I really want to just get down in the mud with the people who are trapped in addiction and trapped in whatever the case is, substance abuse, whatever it is. Mm. I feel you mm-hmm. because there's been a point where mm-hmm. that has been your savior. Mm-hmm. That has been your saving grace. It's been the thing that's gotten you over when when you couldn't figure out your emotions and you just, you know, you needed a smoke uh, or you needed to just forget about things. I get it because I've been there for people who struggle with intimacy issues. You run to pornography because that's the only thing that's made you feel connected because you, you know, you've gone through things that nobody knows about. And so you feel like you have to keep going in the secret life um, and, and it feels like it's helping you. But it's truly like putting you in bondage yeah. and uh, and keeping you a slave to something. Um, and one thing I've learned in my walk is you're a slave to something. Mm-hmm. There's nobody, there's no like true freedom um, in in the sense that hum- that we view freedom. 
you'll always be a slave to something. And what you choose to be a slave to is up to you. There's only one thing, one person, God and um, uh, Christ being a slave to him brings you a benefit. And the other stuff just, it takes from you more than it gives. And uh, Yeah. Um, it's like my father would always say, sin takes you further than you wanted to go and keeps you longer than you intended to stay. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's one of those things that, you know, a lot of times people don't see it the way you just explained it as far as being a slave to it. Um, most addicts don't even believe that they're addicts mm-hmm. or don't even admit that they have a problem Um and we, it sounds so cliche, but the term I can stop when I get ready to stop, that's not, you know, true mm. for most people. I mean, you when you become a slave, and I believe you can have a soul tie to some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we teach soul ties as just sex or whatever, but I think that you can have a soul tie to alcohol. You can have a soul tie to weed. Um, you can have a soul tie to shopping. And, and, you know, it's so funny that we're talking about this because during this quarantine, man, I do believe that a lot of people are forced to be quiet and face their enemies Mm -hmm. because you're finding out like with all of this free time, why do I keep running back to this thing or why do I keep doing this thing? And this is the time that God is can, you know, be trying to show you like, hey, you are a slave to this, Mm -hmm. you know, and I need you to let this thing go. Because like I said earlier, sometimes we're holding on to something and trying to embrace the new thing, but what we're holding on, the old thing that we're holding on to is damaging the new thing. Mm-hmm. You know, alcoholism is damaging relationships. Um, um, weed is damaging relationships and, and job opportunities. I know people who unfortunately are a slave to that and they can't even move up in their career mm. because of, you know, can't pass drug test. Right. You know, and it's, it's one of those things that you do have to let it go because you're going to let go of something. Mm-hmm. You can't juggle both. Right. Either you'll let go of the thing that's no good for you, or unfortunately, you'll end up letting go of the thing that is good for you. Yeah. And I won't even say letting go. It'll be taken. Yeah, that's true. Because we only have a capacity I like that. Um, for certain things. And so you either choose to let it go or it'll be t- or something will be taken. Man. Mm-hmm. And, and um, one thing God spoke to me that you've heard before is just that real cures don't come with side effects, mm-hmm. negative side effects at that. Um, meaning that the things that we run to, if it's a real cure, if it's something that's really going to benefit you, there's not going to be something secretly in the shadows that's killing you mm-hmm. on the low. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we all know the effects of drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know the effects of um, alcohol and things like that. Uh that slowly kill us, that we, I mean, it slowly kills our liver, it slowly kills our lungs. For, for those who struggle with, like, um, you know, sexual things and mm-hmm. pornography, those things are, God forbid you get an STD, yeah. then your body is slowly deteriorating on itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for pornography, you slow, it slowly kills your intimacy, it slowly kills yeah. your desire for true love and, uh, and things like that. And so... Um, when you sit down and you actually face the facts, face your, your fears, you face your monsters and stuff, you realize that this is taking from me more than it's giving. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's when you realize that it's, it might suck to let this thing go, but it'd be better than having, you know, 
my health taken from me or, yeah. you know, my marriage taken from me yep. or um, just even like my desire for intimacy taken from me. And uh, man, I just, this topic, bro, is, is such a, a necessary topic to have with others, but first just with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I, I know that for me, one of the things I had to let go of is just my false image of strength. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was, I mean, I'm gonna be real honest with you, man. Uh, my struggle with like pornography and sexual perversion, I would, I would pray and ask God, like, God, I'll do whatever you say. I just don't want to do this anymore. It hurts you. It hurts other people I'm around. I'm just so sick and tired of doing it. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And He would tell me to let something go, and then I would come back with why that. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a better way I could do it. Why can't I keep this and 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 then just pray more or just yeah. you know fast more fast more yeah. do whatever? And he said that's your issue. It's a heart issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 a pride thing. And uh, I think that when you do face the facts and you say, hey, I want to start changing, God is going to ask for something. He's going to ask you to release something, to let something go. Yeah. And um, it's not going to be easy. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not going to make sense to people. Yep. For me, um, I've had a struggle with like releasing and trying to get back um, certain social media. Mm-hmm. You know, God asked me, did, did you slap it or cut it off in regards to cutting off the things that tempt you? Exactly. And um, for a time, I would cut it off and I would get it right back because I thought I had this strength that I really didn't have. And God mm-hmm. says, that's the thing that you're not letting go. You have a soul tie to Do your that. false image of strength. Yeah. And um, so you really have to just be ready to let go and don't look back mm-hmm. on whatever it is God is telling you to leave. Because some stuff, when you look back, you'll turn into a pillar of salt and you won't have another opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it's important that we know how to. This is why you have to know your word. And this is why you have to pray in the spirit and ask God. Because you... I love that that false humility or the, or the false sense of strength or whatever because we can't do it by ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's why Jesus came. Yeah. That's why Jesus came and even in Romans it tells us that like we we used to be controlled by our sinful sinful nature but because of the spirit we don't have to live like that. Like the power of sin is broken over your life. Mm-hmm. And so when you know the word even in those tempting moments to pick up the bottle again or or you're try let's say you're trying to let go cuz this is a conversation that you know we have, but you have to revisit. It's not a one-time deal. Mm-mm. You have to keep putting into practice. The more you get into your word, the more you understand that the power of sin is broken, mm. which means that there is no devil in hell. There's no demon in hell. There is no alcoholism. There is nothing that truly has power over you unless yeah. you give it to, mm-hmm. unless you give that thing the power. Yeah. And so when we learn to pray in the spirit and we ask God, like, Lord, I need your strength. I need you to help me to walk out these things. I need your the power of the Holy Spirit to help me to make the right decisions. And and keep your mind renewed daily. Like we have to continue to meditate on the spirit uh, or on the Holy Spirit and things of the spirit. Because if we meditate on things of the flesh, then obviously that's going to be the outcome. But when we meditate, this is why you have to be careful about honestly what music you listen to Mm -hmm. and what shows you're watching and even what social media platforms and who you're following and what you're searching. Because if you don't constantly keep a a clean spiritual diet, then of course you're going to end up falling. It's hard even with a clean spiritual diet. Mm -hmm. So like you want to make sure that you're constantly renewing your mind daily and saying, God, I need you 
because I can't do this without you. It's yeah. impossible. And in order for me to let this thing go, you have to pick up your word. You have to pray in the spirit and, and God will give you that strength. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think I think the first thing you have to let go of is your pride. Yes. Um, the Bible talks about God specifically opposing the proud. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason God hates pride so much is because pride is the root that that brings about um, indecision, that brings right. about those things that, I mean, pride will cause you to not even pray. Yep. Pride will cause you to continue to listen to stuff that you know is not good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because and think you got it. And think you got it. Yeah. Pride is the thing that will continue to have you, you know, keeping that certain uh, social media platform or whatever the case is and think that you can just manage your sin, honestly. Right. Um, and so if you don't tackle pride, like, that will be your fault. The word talks about that. Pride, mm-hmm. pride comes before the fall mm-hmm. because the fall is coming if pride is still in the mix. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, I know me personally, I am praying against pride. I am praying against, um, you know, just even second thoughts on being obedient to what God is, is telling me to do. Uh, and one of the ways that God... Uh, defeats pride is by telling us to do things that uh, might even seem humiliating or low down to other people. But it's a heart check. We've talked about how God has had us on the side of the road picking up trash for L.A., picking up poop. And for some Every people, day like, that I run and there's a dog. Can y'all stop letting your dogs use the bathroom outside, please? Because I'm the one that has to clean that up right now. And, you know, I'm not mad about it. I don't care. I used to, I was in the medical field. I started as a CNA, so it's not gross to me. It's just when you're running, I already don't want to do the three miles. And the mm. fact that I'm in full run mode and I have to stop and pick up this stuff, it's a lot. So, but yeah, God will have you doing stuff. Um, returning grocery carts, picking up, you will be eating clean the whole parking lot of Walmart messing with God. Mm. And it's a good thing because, um, and, and that's something that I think w- I wish more people understood is it's, it's not a low position. It's mm. a high position. Mm-hmm. The Bible tells us that the one who wants to be a leader must first become your servant. So, um, you know, but <laughs> that, that will knock pride out of you. I Absolutely. don't have any pride when it comes to running outside anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me just fill y'all in on this. A lot of times we're praying on God, we're praying for God to speak to us, and He is. Yeah, it's just the things we don't want to do. Yep. See, we're like God. Show me which college I should go to. Show me who my wife is. And He said, "Well, I, it's not that I haven't been talking to you. I told you to pick up that that piece of paper at, at Walmart, but you weren't listening." And oh, you step you right listen. on. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you want to tune in when it's <laughs> something you want to hear. But he's like, I've been, man, I'm talking to y'all all the time. Man. And I'm telling you, man. like, when you really tune in to the voice of God, there are going to be some day you will not go without work. Let mm-hmm. me tell you. No matter where you are, God will, he will have some instruction for you. Yeah. And it, it, I'm telling you, it might not, but it's going it's to seem crazy to some people, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. especially if people aren't really in tune with the spirit like that, they really don't like have the same walk as you or whatever. They're going to be like, why would you do that? Yeah. But the thing that I love, I was thinking about this earlier this week. The thing I love about being obedient to God is more times than not, it encourages other people to uh, other acts of love. Yeah. The word talks about encouraging one another to acts of love. And have you ever been in a situation where, you know, you 
both of you guys will see something mm-hmm. like a cart, like a, a shopping cart, for example, all up in the parking spot, mm-hmm. and then your friend do it. And then you feel bad. And then you're like, dang, man, I should have done it. Or like, But it motivates you now to another act of love. Like, mm-hmm. dang, maybe I should have done that. Or maybe I should have uh, picked up that piece of paper. Or maybe I should have helped that lady with her groceries or something. Like, and, and it ends up being a cool thing. Like, You're like, wow, man, if I had the courage to do that, then I would feel so much better you know, about myself or whatever. Yeah. But just being obedient, it affects more than just you. Mm-hmm. So It's contagious. Very it's contagious. Very contagious, man. Yeah. So now we letting go of pride. We letting go of everything. Mike Todd, wow. I don't know if y'all are listening <laughs> to this series. Um, that's you, really Mike. what inspired me, just talking about rip up your list. And that's not to be confused with, because um, I was talking to somebody, and they were like, so do I have to rip up like the vision and stuff that God gave me? No. No, because the Bible tells us in Habakkuk to write the vision and make it plain. But I think what... The whole rip up your list and just letting things go is letting letting the stuff that you told yourself. Make sure God told you. Yeah, make sure God. To- <laughs> if God didn't tell you, then rip it up. <laughs> I've had so many people, and 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 be honest with yourself. Like not you talking to yourself in a deep voice. We're talking about God. Like if God Himself did not speak that thing to you, then let it go, mm. because what you're getting in return is so much better. Um, I saw a video today. They said that sometimes we get mad over. Uh, doors that close in our face when really we should rejoice because we don't know what God is keeping from us and um, I think there's so much in that when it comes to letting go you know sometimes we're upset that we have to let something go really we should rejoice if God is calling us to let go of something um, it's a good thing Mm -hmm. because what he's giving you next he never takes something and replaces it with something less than Mm -hmm. he always replaces with something that's better for you absolutely and things that come from God don't come with sorrow attached to it. Mm-mm. Um, I'm not sure what verse it is, but there is a verse that says that, you know, the things that God blesses you with, it doesn't come with sorrow attached to it. No. And so I think one of the ways to see if what you have in your hands that you need to let go of is from God or not, is if it comes with sorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, is there a negative effect that comes with the thing that you're still holding on to? Um, even relationships. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and say that. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, Raul is is cute and he's set up to be a doctor and all that stuff. But I mean, how does he talk to his mother? Right, because that's how he's gonna talk to you. You know, just cer- certain stuff like that. Um, it it doesn't come with sorrow. Not I'm not saying everybody's gonna be perfect and stuff like that, but it's going no. to help you more than it's going to harm you. So, yeah, um, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. Well, we would not be the huddle if we did not give you strategy. And I'm going to be real honest with you. I think I have like one strategic tip outside of pray. So let's give you some strategy. Number one, obviously, is pray. Pray for strength. Pray for wisdom on how to let stuff go. Like I said, we're not telling you to just slam something down. I don't want you to turn this podcast off and just go quit your job or just blow somebody off or just block their number. Like, you know, there's there's grace for letting things go. Um, Number two for me as far as the power of letting go and how and when to let things go listen after you pray listen so many times we pray and then we hang up on god we say what we have to say and then we be like all right click but like actually take time to listen and god will you know when god is speaking to you you know and i'm gonna be praying on this and that god makes it personal to you but but listen to the things that he's telling you to let go of listen 
Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I mean, I would add on to that. Goes really hand in hand is is trust and obey. Mm-hmm. Because when you listen, more times than not, God will give you instruction. And at that point, you have to trust Him and obey Him. No matter how crazy it seems, no matter how unnecessary it might seem, you have to trust and obey Him. Because in the obedience comes the blessing and the freedom mm-hmm. from whatever it is that, that's having you bound or whatever the case may be. But um, def- definitely trust. You, you have to trust God. I know people will say all the time, like, it's not easy to trust God, but it does not negate the fact that you have to do it. Mm-hmm. This walk isn't easy. Um, sometimes trusting God is the hardest thing that we can do, but um, it's very necessary and it's very beneficial. Let me go on to say that um, I can I can tell you for sure from a personal place that when you trust God and you really let go of these things, He will not leave you out here high and dry. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you, and you will be so glad. You would have wished you were obedient earlier when you, when you see the things that God is doing. So trust and obey. All right. So that's your strategy. Pray, listen, trust, and obey. Well, it certainly has been a great conversation, but I think we would be doing a disservice if we do not pray. And um, I'm going to ask you to pray us out this time. For sure. Because I think it's very necessary that we end this conversation in prayer. And um, I'd like you to pray. Absolutely. Well, Father God, Lord, we just come to you today just so thankful for this conversation, thankful for the wisdom from our experiences that you have blessed us with. Lord, we thank you for each and every person that will tune in um, and listen to this, Lord. Whoever's on the other side of, of this podcast listening right now, Lord, we just speak blessing over their house, over their families, over their jobs, over their finances, over their purpose. Lord, over uh, just their obedience to you, Lord, we just thank you right now for them and we pray that you would continue to bless them. Lord, we ask that you would um, help those who are listening to let go of uh, whatever it is that you would have them to let go of and continue to strengthen them, Lord, and continue to uh, show them that you have their back. You have not left them out here high and dry. And that the things that you're having them let go are for their good. Um, And you are going to restore things that they feel like they've lost. Um, Help is on the way, Lord. We believe you. We trust you. And we just thank you once again for this conversation and uh, all the things that you're doing throughout this podcast, throughout our lives um, and and throughout this ministry, Lord. And we just thank you in advance for all that you're going to do. Um, That's it, Lord. We, We love you. We praise you in Jesus name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.